Hello, and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. Hi, everyone. So today I'm going to be talking about a book titled The Kiss Curse, which you will have seen from the title of this episode. But before I get into the episode too much, I do want to apologize for my voice. If you follow me on my personal Instagram, you know that I came down with a really nasty chest cold or bronchitis or something. And today is like day eight or nine. Um, So this really has rocked my shit and my voice is still... A little bit on the mend. So I do apologize if it is a little bit raspy, but hopefully it doesn't bother you guys too much. We can just power through this episode. So as I said, today I am doing an episode on the book The Kiss Curse, which is a sequel to the book The X Hex. Both are written by Aaron Sterling. And I did do an episode on the X-Hex like a couple weeks back. So if you haven't listened to that and you're interested, you can go back and listen to that. But if you did listen to it, then you will remember that the first book is about a witch named Vivian who lives in a small town in northern Georgia. The town is called Graves Glen and it takes place in present day. And the first book is about Vivian, and it's about how she accidentally puts a curse on one of her exes who broke her heart, and then all of these shenanigans unfold after that. And in addition to that romantic storyline, you also get a lot of background information on the characters and lore on the town, Vivian's family, witchcraft in general, etc., etc. So after that book, we then get this book, which is called The Kiss Curse. And as I said, this is the sequel. But that being said, I personally actually had no idea what it was going to be about going into it. I actually enjoyed the first book so much that I just decided to get the second one without even reading the back of the book, which I don't normally advise doing, but since I had read the first book, I had a pretty good idea of what the second book was going to be about or at least be like. If you do remember my episode on the first book, I did say it is a little hokey, a little corny, and that is still true, but I just loved the context and the world that Sterling created, and so much so that that's what really drew me into the book sucked me in and really kept me hooked and obviously had me buying the second book. Because if you also remember my review of the first book, I mentioned how these books really have very strong practical magic vibes mixed with some Bewitched and maybe a little Sabrina. And those vibes definitely continue into the second book as well. But the difference that you do have in this book is that 
the sequel focuses on Vivian's cousin, Gwen, instead, which I really enjoyed. And I know a lot of other readers really enjoyed that as well, because in the first book, Gwen is a major character. Her and Vivian are as close as sisters. So it was kind of cool to have the second book be focused solely on another character and have Vivian be one of the supporting characters in the sequel. But even though both books follow completely different characters, their overall structure is the same. So in the first book, you have both a romantic storyline with Vivian accidentally casting this curse on her ex, coupled with this secondary plotline that has to do with sort of the magical history of the town. It's a little more high stakes than that, but again, if you want to know more, you can listen to the other episode. So this second book follows that same overall structure. So you have a romantic storyline that's going on with Gwen, as well as a much more high stakes storyline, which is she's all of a sudden losing her powers and she has no idea why. So they both have romance and tension. And to some readers that might sound a little basic or like, the basic bitch version of a book. But to be honest, this book isn't trying to be like something like Game of Thrones, right? It is playing to its genre, which is that sort of romantic chiclet genre, which normally I am very averse to. I am really not a fan of almost all books in that genre because I feel like so many of them are just bad, bad writing, bad dialogue, basic plot. It's just never really been my thing. However, I do think it's saying something then that I bought both of these books. As I said, I am more drawn to the context and the world building, but overall they are still really fun, light, and entertaining reads, which is all that it's trying to be. Which also might come across like I'm putting these books down and I just want to be clear, I am absolutely not. There is a time and place for every single genre, 100%. I've just never been a fan of the books within this genre. However, I found these to be very fun and very witchy, so they are a perfect fall read. And I mentioned in the first book, you get some lore on the town and its history, Vivian's family, things like that. And that does continue in this book, which is really nice. So you get even more backstory on the university. You get to see more places around the town, things like that, which I, as I said, loved. And something else that I do want to briefly mention about this book that is pretty nice is the fact that you don't have to read these books in order. You obviously can, but it's not necessary. And if you do read this book first, either just because you are interested or maybe you accidentally picked it up and didn't know, you won't be spoiling anything for yourself in regards to what's in the first book. Ultimately, however, I do stand by my opinion that I mentioned in my review of the first book. And again, if you listen to that episode, you will remember me talking about this, but I do stand by that opinion for this book as well. And it's the fact that I feel like these books ultimately had so much untapped potential. 
And I think that's part of why I was so hooked to these books because I see so much of the potential that wasn't fully recognized or tapped into. So I had mentioned in the other episode that if I had been Sterling's editor, I would have mentioned what gold this is, the storyline. And I feel like these books really could have been elevated and expanded upon in a really great way. I feel like they could have been akin to something like True Blood, not necessarily the vibes, very different vibes. They're more like, you know, Sabrina meets Bewitched, but in terms of the character depth, the story arc, and the overall longevity. I just really feel like this could have been dived into deeper and thus elevating the story and then even expanding this out into more books. But again, that is my personal take. Some of you guys who have read these books or will read these books might completely disagree with me and that is totally fine. That is the beauty of personal opinions. But regardless of what I think, if this seems like a book that you would be interested in, or if you're just looking for something fun and romantic for the fall season, then you should definitely add this book to your list. And in the meantime, as always, stay tuned for more reviews. As I've said before, I always mix up the genres. So if romance isn't your thing, then be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because it will definitely be on a book that is completely different. And in the meantime, be sure to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, subscribe from wherever you're listening from, follow along on Instagram and TikTok at Brutally Honest Books, and I will talk to you in the next review. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like this show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books.